I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode number 117, titled, Let's Talk About Stress. But with that, we have got a very special guest today. Sarah Elise is a corporate stress management coach that helps companies cultivate a low-stress environment so that their employees can be happier and more productive. She's the creator and CEO of Live Well Enhance You, which formed out of a need for her Pilates clients to find balance in their lives. She branched out into the corporate market to assist employees in creating out-of-the-box solutions. She utilizes her BFA musical theater performance background to coach others how to be confident and understand the connection between the brain and body. Spanning over a decade, Sarah has collected an abundance of certifications from Integrative Institute of Nutrition, Stott Pilates, and the National Academy of Sports Medicine. She's been featured on WGN Living Healthy and WGN Around Town's segment as a stress management expert. Also, she has been promoted on Business Insider, Yahoo Finance, Authority, Brains Magazine, LA Wire, The Chicago Journal, New York Weekly, and U.S. Reporter. In addition, she is the host of the Stress-Free Solutions Podcast. Sarah, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Jeremy. It is my pleasure. We got to meet, oh, how long ago did we meet? A couple months ago now? I, I guess it's a couple months, I yeah. I feel like I've known you Beginning like Beginning of forever. the year. Yeah, I feel like I've known you forever. Uh, I, me we too. Just, <laughs> we just clicked so well. But um, when I got to meet you, you know, we were in a kind of a mastermind group. And I just, seeing what you're doing and seeing how important it is, is just so vital. So for the audience... Tell us now that they've, you know, all the, all the certifications and all the amazing stuff that you've done down to like the layman's terms, how would you explain the impact you have? So the impact that I feel I've kind of cultivated over time is that I have been able to tap into people's pain points mm -hmm. and figure out ways that they can excel at the point they're at. And, and inspire them to think bigger than where they are in their careers or with their work-life balance. Mm, amazing, amazing. So let's talk about stress. Um, I know for me, for, I mean, I was working from home before it was cool. Um, <laughs> but in that, you know, I find that there's one of two things that happen. One, I use things around the house to procrastinate and not get work done at the level that I should. Or two... I'm so focused that I don't get up and I just spend hours and hours sitting in a chair. Luckily I've got a comfy chair, but I know that's not good for you. So talk a little bit about, uh, I mean, we can talk about sales teams, but really anybody that's sitting in front of com a computer all day and whether you're at home or not, there's still so many things to consider. So give me a little bit of, um, I guess your perspective on, on the impact that's having and what we can do to help. Well, it's interesting because when I, kind of got more involved with corporate, <laughs> I discovered that so many people did the exact same thing you said, is they would not get up from their work desk, especially when they moved to work from home. 
And the other thing was that they were so tired and felt like they had to get everything into their day, whether that be laundry or, you know, meal prepping was something one of my clients told me they needed to do. And it just got ahead of them. They got ahead of themselves and then they became burnt out. So they're burnt out from being focused, too focused in on their computer and then burnt out from trying to create all these tasks for themselves that they needed to get done during the day so that they could be at peace at night. So it's important that we just take a step back and recognize what is actually going on through our minds. If we are just trying to find all these productivity hacks for ourselves, or are we just glued to our screens because we feel like we have to work extra hard now that we're working from home. Mm. So that's what the dilemma is right now with employees in their corporate settings. Gotcha. So what can we do to mitigate that? I don't want you to, you know, give us all the solutions right, right in this moment. Cause obviously I want people to, to reach out to you and connect with you, but um, like give us some tips. Cause I know, like, like you said, whether it's the office or whether it's home, um, if you're working and, and I, you know, the interesting point, whether it's trying to find the hack or just work really hard, I feel like most of us are trying to work 80 hours a week to find the four hour work week. We're like if I just get to this point, it's going to be easier. Yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you for seven years, I'm still trying to get to this point. <laughs> it's crazy. We all want that four day work week mm -hmm. so that we can enjoy the time with our loved ones. But unfortunately, it's it, it can also cause severe burnout for building your schedule in you know, 80 hours in those four days, essentially. So we have to find a uh, time that we can step away. And let's say every two hours, you take a two to three minute break to just stretch and breathe. Like that's the simplest way to break it down. Stretch and find time to breathe. Connect with your mind and body. I love it. Let's dig into the stretching for a second, because I know some people are going, what do I do? What, you know, maybe you're in an office with a bunch of people around. Don't make me look right. crazy. But maybe you're sitting there by yourself. You know, am I going to just do some of these? Or g give me some ideas of, of what, what's going to get the job done. And I, I know we don't have to be perfect. And something's better than nothing. Right. But where is the most effective or efficient way to start? So if there are a lot of people surrounding you, the first step I would take is stretch the essential steps. Spots. So we can stretch our neck by just leaning our head to one side and maybe pressing down and making sure that we are getting that full extension. You can then let your other hand just drop. The other is you can just lean your head and then rotate the neck down so you get the outside of the neck getting a nice stretch. And you can just start with those two neck stretches. You can hold a good 30 to 60 seconds to each side. And then the other one I would recommend is just walking behind your chair and stretching your hamstrings. People see this all the time at the gym, so it's not that weird. Mm. So you're just bringing your heel towards your, your butt and you just hold it there, but then you have your left hand on the back of the chair to help with balance in case stretching is new for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Excellent. I, th I, I think that's that's a great place to start because I 
you know, I think that, that you know, we could have a whole myriad of uh, myriad of solutions, but just having a simple starting point is good. So guys, gals, you're watching this live, you're watching the recording, you're listening on the podcast. Um, start with your neck and your hamstrings. Keep it simple. We'll start with something. It's interesting. Actually, my chiropractor said, yes, we could give you all these different exercises to do, but I'm guessing because you're so busy, if we give you too many, you're not going to do any. And yes. there's a, there's a lot to that. So I think just having those two or three are a great places. And also with that heel going towards the butt, you're stretching your hip flexor muscle, your mm -hmm. psoas, as well as your quads. So you're really benefiting in all cylinders in that particular region. So you'll fire, it will feel good, and then you'll release some tension throughout the whole body. Beautiful. Beautiful. So on the stress side of things, so this this helps reduce the, the stress in our bodies. What else can we do um, from maybe not the physical stress, but the mental or emotional stress that comes from, you know, the what, what do we call it? Uh, Zoom, Zoom fatigue. Zoom fatigue. Yeah, it's such a real thing now. It's funny it really that is. Zoom has really been in our lives all full circle. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Something that we can do that I like to say designate time to play daily. And it's a little silly for a lot of people that are very corporate and business driven. We need to have fun throughout our day. We should have that carefree spirit that we did once as a child. People that could be, I'm coloring and just getting my mind to focus in on something else. For other people that could be doing an activity of sorts, it could be running, it could be biking, or it could be doing an activity with a friend that you haven't seen in a while, or walking your dog. It could be very simple, but just implement that playtime into your day. Mm. You know, it's, it's funny. I would have uh, thought, you know, I don't have time to play. But since my son was born, and right now he's he'll be seven months old in a week. Um, wow. Yeah, now it's like I get up, and if I walk by my living room and he's not having a nap, I need to stop, and I need to hold him, and I need to do the little cheek-to-cheek -cheek cuddly thing. It's like, and even if I just spend five minutes going, hey, buddy, you know, and just talking yes. as you do to babies, um, it just, it's like it refreshes my energy. And it reminds me why I do what I do because yeah. ultimately it's for him. Yeah. So. And ultimately you probably feel lighter after that, you know, that in, in this, or that conversation that you're having with your baby, even if it's baby talk, right? Mm -hmm. It just feels really good and it puts you in the best mood possible for your day. It really does. Yeah. I never thought I'd feel so good after having somebody pull on my beard, you know, <laughs> 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 he loves the beard. Um, yeah. So I think that that play component, I think it's so easy to overlook it. Guys, don't overlook it. Guys, don't overlook it. Um, don't just dismiss it as like, oh, I can't do that. No, you need to. You need to give yourself a – I think the key is a creative space to just kind of shut your the corporate side or the, the work side or analytical side off for a few minutes to let yourself recharge. Um, mm -hmm. I've I found that I even – uh, for a little while, I was sneaking a nap in the middle of the day, and, and there's nothing wrong with naps, but sometimes I didn't have any t proper time, so I would just lay there in my bed and just lay there. Like, I didn't go to sleep, 
but I still felt recharged because I allowed all the stimulus of the screens and the lights to be gone. I found it just allowed me to, it was almost as if I had had a nap. Yeah, that's another great way. What you just said is another great way to relieve mental, mental stress. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I want to, I, I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I, I want to harp on the idea that like we need to take that time. Um, I've got one of the sales teams that I run. I've got a guy who actually has an alarm on his clock. He's like, oh, time to stand up. And he's awesome. very analytical, but he's one of the best performing reps that I have. And I think a big part of it is because he's got the regimented system that allows him to be who he needs to be. You know, he's on when he's on and he's like, mm, there's the alarm. I got to go. You know, he won't do it in the middle of a meeting, but. Um, right. But he'll take a time from, from outreach or whatever to do it. So that's huge. So that's really big. Yeah. Now you have a healthy habits for the workplace checklist. And I want yes. to I want to share this with the audience, but tell us a little bit about this. It's basically a 101 of how you can cultivate these healthy habits for your own life. And it could be for a workplace environment or just in general, but it, it gets really specific with a couple of the things that I shared today too. Awesome. Well, we are going to include the link in the show notes, but for those of you listening, I guess, and watching, because you'll be able to hear me say it, um, you just go to livewellenhanceyou.com and all the words are spelled out. So the U is Y-O-U. Um, go there and that's the, the website. Click the button, get the good stuff, and let Sarah's magic basically save your life. I don't know. I think, I, I'm so, it's, it's so, as I get older, I'm like, oh, what am I really doing to my body by just sitting here like this, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't want to you know, get over dramatic about it, but man, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, so I, I think this is huge. Now tell me a little bit about, cause I, I want to, obviously you've got, you, you've been featured in all these different high profile uh, magazines or websites, locations. Um, what, can you share like a really big story, like a success story that kind of will resonate with the audience at home of, of someone who, in whether it was yours or someone else's, um, to just share how paying attention to this has made a huge difference in their life? Yeah. Well, I feel the best way to actually implement this into companies is experiencing stress. So I was a burned out fitness coach and the pandemic opened my eyes a bit more to how burnt out I was. And it made me rethink how I did my business. I was, you know, um, underselling myself a lot. I was charging the middle ground rate when I have had all these certifications and it was time for me to level up. So I decided to create different programs that still incorporated movement and then my health coaching backgrounds and made something that truly enriches workplaces lives. So I've been working right now with a health company in Chicago and the number one thing I noticed was engagement was up. And that's something I feel has been lost through the pandemic, especially like with Zoom fatigue, no one's showing up. And we had on our first call, there was 24 people and they stayed. 
And that was something I felt was a huge success because they really started, it, it was a, a conversation on how to harness mindfulness. And it was really impactful for me to see because these people, some of them had never met each other. They were learning about their coworkers. Um, they're growing as a company. So to see the growth just by being on that call was really remarkable. And then having techniques that they could use and engage in the chat and, and share how this was helping them. And it was probably my favorite, most recent, I should say, success story. Awesome. Awesome. So in, in that scenario, um, when, like when you actually, let me first step back, do you find that you, your ideal target is really the, the corporate audience or do you, do you on occasion work with maybe smaller businesses or solopreneurs as well? I work with smaller businesses and then I work with CEOs as well that are trying to enhance the lives of their employees because they experience abundance of stress. CEOs and CFOs experience so much, but they don't realize how they act actually in fact uh, affects their employees. So we talk about that. We talk about ways to make wellness accessible to their employees. And that has been honestly such, such great feedback to, to actually see them implement this in their own companies and then see the stories that actually come out in the news about what they have been creating. So it's a lot of behind the scenes work with these solo and CEOs. Um, and I'm working more and more with this, this one company that I had mentioned, they are health, but they're like a startup. So it's, it's a smaller group of people and it's exciting because they're all wanting to up-level their lives. Gotcha. I love it. So if somebody <laughs> wanted to get a hold of you to reach out, whether they're you know, a large corporate organization or whether they're you know, a small team, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Definitely LinkedIn. I'm on there a lot. It's um, Sarah Elise Rosner. And then you can also email me at sarah at livewellenhanceyou.com. Love it. We'll make sure all that's in the show notes as well. That's phenomenal. Now, I want to hit you with the lightning round. <laughs> so, and this is just for the, the viewers and listeners to get to know you a little bit better because I think there's there's something magic when there's something like totally left field that someone can connect with you outside of the professional side of things. So we'll hit you with four key questions. Number one, we all know that coffee is for closers. What's your favorite coffee or comparable drink? I'm, I love folders. <laughs> it's just so simple, but you know, best part of waking up is folders in your cup it's my favorite i just like it i liked the ditty i liked everything so i just go with it <laughs> see side note we just learned she can sing huh huh didn't <laughs> see that coming love it awesome Folgers, it is I, I do love the ditty it's true yeah next question is what is one book or movie you would recommend to a sales professional and it can be about sales or it can be about stress management yeah. Um, you know, I love The Big Leap by Gay Henderson. I just, the whole concept and it's the whole idea of up-leveling. I probably said that a lot today, but going from one zone 
So your zone of excellence to your zone of genius and discovering it, it was very impactful for me and kind of helped me through that 2020 slum. Yeah. And the, the book is absolutely phenomenal. Um, mm -hmm. Who's someone that's been a mentor to you in your life? I would have to say um, the biggest mentor I ever had was my father. Um, he just always gave me such like little easy tidbits of information and starting with a, a child, like as a child, he's taught me the art of negotiation. Like we would watch one cartoon episode for one Star Trek episode. And that was just these little fun pieces that he he kind of instilled in me. And I just, I miss him dearly. He passed away in 2016. And he's part of the reason and the inspiration for my business because he was like a, a project manager. And I I honestly felt that um, stress was a big component in his life and he kind of pushed everything down and didn't, you know, let himself always shine because, um, you know, just he, he would be, I wouldn't say fearful, but uh, he would have so much going on that he couldn't go to that next level for his career because he had so much and took care of everyone else but himself. So he taught me lessons both both good and that were hard and challenging wow yeah that's um i, I mean that's that's so huge and i and one thing that i want to come back to when we're done the lightning round is is really that level up piece because i, I want to make sure that we really highlight where that fits but before we get to that question we must ask my favorite question the lightning round <laughs> what is the strangest thing in your daily routine that keeps you on your game? So it's sing out Louise. Like I just love to sing whatever is on my mind. And it could be an affirmation. It could be a self-doubt. It could be a song. But I just like to sing and let go of anything that's going on in my, my mind and body. <laughs> now, I got to ask, how often do you sing Let It Go? <laughs> you, you know, I used to sing it a lot. I was a preschool teacher and the kids made me sing it constantly. So I hate that song. So I haven't really gotcha. sung it since. <laughs> um, but but on occasion, it, it can come out. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you for playing along with our lightning round and humoring our audience. Um, very, very insightful, though. I, I love to learn about really what, what makes people tick. Um, and now before we end things, I want to go back to that leveling up because I know, yes, you said it a few times, but I want to make sure it doesn't get overlooked. Like we're not just talking about stress management. We're not just talking about stretching your neck and your hamstrings and giving yourself a coloring book break, you know, like I, I don't want this, the, the, the little tactics that we've talked about to kind of go under the radar because they may seem so simplistic. So the, the key piece is that these are things that you can do to keep you at peak performance. I don't think we've used that phrase yet. And I don't know if you do in your marketing at all, but mm -hmm. the people that I speak to are always, you know, they're trying to find that, that life hack or that growth hack or insert random thing hack. But what they really need is to be performing at their peak when they're on and okay. give themselves their permission to be off when they're off. And can you talk a little bit about 
like what some of those leveling up components can look like. Um, and, and maybe in a scenario where like a, an executive or a sales rep um, have been neglecting the, their, the stress management and just letting it build up and what a result could be if they actually prioritize that time for themselves. Yeah. So a result could be as simple as your blood pressure goes down and that by just helping your health, you're a better performer at work. And it could be, I'm going to go for every opportunity at my company because now I feel like I'm strong enough, I'm smart enough, and I have the most knowledge in this in this um, this scope of expertise. And I'm going to just crush every interview because you start to believe in yourself more by simply taking that break. Performance in fitness can improve by just finding time to stretch outside of just cycling until you can't cycle no more. So there's all different ways that you can level up um, in your health, which will then level up in your business. That That's phenomenal. And I think I just have this image in my mind of when I'm working out in my home gym. Um, and so it, it maybe it'll make a, a good picture for the audience as well. When you're working out, whether you're lifting something or whatever, there's a point that you can hit failure and you literally can't go any further versus if you give yourself a break and try the next set, guess what? You can usually do more after you've given yourself a break. And so if you're not taking care of the stress, you're not taking care of your you know, mental health, you're not giving yourself the permission to just flick that switch off for a few minutes, then you're essentially trying to still work your brain and all your emotions while you've already hit your, you know, your max, you know, you've, you've reached failure and yeah. Exactly. So I, I totally, and I, and I wanted to highlight that because I just want you as the, the listeners, the viewers to just have this image. Like when you're done lifting the weights, you stop, like you, you know, you can go till failure, but failure is it. It's not moving anymore. And yet when it comes to work, we try to go past failure. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't work. That's the reason why I said, why we call nope. it failure, right? Like I think because we're sitting down and we're not physically frozen in a bit, don't have an inability to click a mouse or type in a keyboard. We don't realize we're at failure, mm -hmm. but you never will, it will increase your reps or your, you know, the weight that you can lift if you don't give yourself that break to heal. And if you don't give yourself that break in real life, there's no way that you're going to increase your performance. There's no way you're going to achieve peak level of performance because you're too busy not sharpening your saw, as um, as Stephen Covey said, right? Exactly. So, so that's all my commentary on, on, on your magic. Sorry, I don't mean to like dive in no, here. No, it's so true. I, that's a really great analogy. I've really loved that. I might steal it. <laughs> Go ahead. It's all yours. All yours. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. Uh, you're, you're, you're just such a rock star. And I hope that we've done justice showing our audience, like the magic that you can do. I shouldn't call it magic because it sounds like it's like warm and like, you know, fluffy, but it's, <laughs> it's like miraculous, but it's just science. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if it, it feels phenomenal, like it's amazing results, it can make a huge difference in someone's life, but it is just science. You just got to give yourself the space to do it and have someone 
like our expert here, right? Like Sarah Lee herself to come in and, and support you, give you, take some tips, even just going to the website again and, and download that checklist. Let's read that off again. That was, Oh, hang on. I covered my thing. Live well, enhance you.com. Go to the website, download the checklist and get yourself into her world. See her content, see how amazing she is. And she's just this phenomenal light that burns so bright. Everybody that I've seen come in contact with her just walks away from every engagement in a better mood, maybe even a better person. Uh, I'd like to think I'm a better person after I talk to you. Uh, so guys, please check her out. Um, give her a shot. Don't look at this as like some woo woo stuff. This is truly science, but science that you need to make time for and prioritize if you're going to be at peak performance. So Sarah Elise, thank you so much for being here in Sales Team Rescue. I appreciate you. We will have all the links in the show notes below. Any final words for the audience? First off, thank you, Jeremy. This was a fun interview. And I just want to remind everyone that when you motivate the minds, the body will follow. Mm, that is so true. That is a great point to end off on. So let's do that. When you motivate the mind, the body will follow. Excellent. Well, guys, thanks so much. This again was Sales Team Rescue, episode number 117. Remember, if you want to catch this replay and replays of previous episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. And if you would like to book a call with yours truly to see if you are ready to take your sales team to the next level, that link is also at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you right here next week. Remember, guys, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. <laughs>